Welcome back. I don't know when I decided that like singing is how I was going to start every episode, but it happened. So I'm not going to unlet it happen. If you haven't noticed, a lot of this is just whatever comes out. You know, I've, I've, I've said openly before, I do not plan. I, you know, make my way down to my very fancy podcast recording studio, which I can kind of describe for you. Um, it is a room with a beanbag chair, but it's like more of a classy beanbag chair. It's not like a beanbag chair that they have like at Chuck E. Cheese or like what I would imagine they'd have, have at like YMCA. It's like a, um, it's like more of a, um, you know, no, it's not like fluorescent yellow or neon green or anything like that. It's like a, I, I, it's like a, like a darker, I don't know what this color would be called. Like a brownish, like sort of gray tone. And I, and I enjoy it. You know, I, I could tell you that I record on a beanbag chair because it's great for the sound and it like soaks up the echo. Um, I could say that, but I would be lying because I really do it because it's just comfortable. And for whatever reason, a long time ago, I put like a phone charger here and, um, it's very, very convenient when I, um, use my phone as my entire podcasting equipment. It's the editing center. It's the recording. It's the listening. Um, cause it's really only me that listens to this. So it's like a great, it's a great, you know, one-stop shop for my, my you know, podcast hobby thing. Also, great thing about this phone charger is I'm always like in need of a phone charger. I'm always losing a phone charger, like even within the confines of my own residence. I'm like, where'd my phone charger go? And anytime I've had a phone charger in one spot for a long time, it gets taken away by me, you know, needing a phone charger at a random, at a random moment. But because this one isn't like the lowest level of my house, which makes me sound like I'm living in a, in a mansion. It's just like in my basement. Because it's in the basement, I'm always too lazy to walk down here to get it. And I'm really only down here on a Wednesday morning to record this, this podcast. It's 8.30. The sun is shining. So yeah, like I never come down here to grab the, the phone charger, even when I'm in need of one, because I'm just too lazy. Which is usually the reason I lost my phone charger in the first place. So yeah, maybe I'll work on that one day. But um, for now, it's 8.31 a.m. on Wednesday, April. I, I'm just going to do transparency. On Wednesday, April 19th. You'll be hearing this on April 20th. 4.20. I'm sipping coffee out of a Christmas mug. And I actually, I'd never used this mug before. What I like about it, it's just like a Santa mug. But it's like, it, it's... It's too big. It's way too big. So I can fill it halfway and it's like the amount of a regular mug, but you can hold the top and it's not scorching hot and going to burn your hand. Because the problem with me, there are several, but the problem of me that I'm going to discuss now are is the fact that I drink, I don't have, I don't put like milk or anything in my coffee because that's, because I'm, you know, that's just how I am. My taste buds. But it presents the problem of there's nothing to cool down my coffee except time and patience. Two things of which I lack. 
kind of. I, I have time on my hands, I'll be honest. Patience is a problem. I think that's actually a name of a podcast in the past. Patience is a problem. Look it up. <laughs> but um, yeah, so my coffee is constantly hot. I've, I've definitely made this statement before. I really think we need to figure out a way to start making these beverages at drinking temperature. Like, I don't know why I, like the coffee machine makes it 3000 degrees and then I have to wait 20 minutes to drink the coffee. And it probably sounds like I'm a coffee person. I'm not really a coffee person. Like I can take it or leave it. The caffeine doesn't really work on me. Like I think I'm kind of immune. Um, I don't know if that's from overconsumption or I just don't have that gene. Maybe the same thing that makes someone patient is the same thing that makes them susceptible to caffeine treatment. But it's not working for me. So I just kind of drink it for the taste, which is even more concerning when I admit that I drink it without any cream or sugar because it's like actual battery acid. But I, don't, I like it, especially in the Santa mug on a rainy morning in April. What can you do? In my head, it has been... <laughs> In my head, there are terrible things. In my head, it has been April for literally like two years because the last kind of week and a half, two weeks of March, I thought it was April. So then when April actually started, I was like, wait, it hasn't been April this whole time. And now we're like three weeks into April. So I feel like it's been April for about six months. I'm about ready for Christmas, time-wise. I really like Christmas, but for whatever reason, it's always really busy during Christmas, like I don't really have time to like <clears throat> sit down on my beanbag chair and like digest Christmas until it's over. And then it's February and I'm like, ugh, when's that Christmas thing happening again? And it's too late. I actually have, oh, excuse me, an extremely sad, what's happening to my throat? Oh, it's getting worse. <clears throat> ASMR. I have an extremely sad, oh my gosh, wait one sec. Okay, I'm back. Well, no, I'm back. I'm not back. I guess I didn't have to say one sec. I guess I could have just like paused or edited this entire thing out or just quit. Because if my throat's going to give out, that's like kind of my business. But luckily, um, I make zero, zero dollars from this. When I was doing my taxes, they were like, do you have any other assets or whatever? Um, and I was like, I, again, I'm talking to TurboTax. I'm not talking to a person. Or not again, I guess I never said that in the first place, but you know what I mean. Um, I was like, I do a podcast, TurboTax, and they're like, okay, does that make you money? And I said, well, no. So we just moved on. Uh, but I have a sad Christmas story, an SCS, which you would be wondering, why is there a sad Christmas story in the spring? Um, and I'll tell you how. So a couple weeks ago, I was walking along, making my way downtown, and I stumbled into a supermarket and I saw something of which I thought could only be an illusion, a mirage. I, was, I thought I was hallucinating because what I saw was a entire refrigerated section's worth of eggnog. And I was like, eggnog in spring? Eggnog is like, it's my favorite food group. Like, I love, like, a Christmassy, or not even Christmassy, just, like a, like, a limited edition, but, like, not limited in that it'll never come back. Like, limited, seasonal, that's the word. I love a seasonal offering. And I, I sometimes am so crazy as to, like, bulk buy 
them like right as they're coming off the shelves. So I'll buy like 48 cream eggs for 99 cents. <clears throat> or like I'll buy like six things of eggnog and then just freeze it. And then sometimes forget that it's even there and don't drink it. But just knowing that I have access to a supply of eggnog just makes me feel better. And I actually forgot, well, not forgot to do that this year. I think I was like trying to make a change and was like, listen, do I need, you know, eggnog in May? Need? No. Want? Yes. But you know what? Sometimes we can't always get what we want. And then every once in a while, like every once in a while, some years I would buy, you know, an eggnog, put it in the freezer and then the freezer would, there'd be complications and it would thaw out and then I had to chuck it anyway. So I was like, I'm going to save the money. I'm trying to be frugal. Um, I'm going to save the money and I'm not going to do it this year. And then the universe granted me um, a second chance. And they said, we're going to give you, not only are we going to give you eggnog, we're going to give you Easter themed eggnog. This eggnog had like, like little, like almost like you went into, um, what is that called on like Microsoft paint and you painted eggs on the eggnog carton and they just printed that, taped it to the, the Christmas eggnog and said, we're going to sell it. I'd imagine this particular grocery store just kind of forgot that they had like a huge case of eggnog and they're like, shoot, what are we supposed to do? We got to think of another plan. Um, Because randomly, I've been seeing a lot, maybe like not so much in the last maybe month or so, but up until then, I've been seeing a lot of like Christmas stuff still in the discount rack because I check every time. Like, do you know that rack in the grocery store? And it's not even necessarily like a proper aisle. It's like a literal like shelving unit that they just shove in the middle of the store or like by the checkout of all the stuff that's like close to expiring. There's always like flat tummy tea there or like um, some like BS that like wasn't actually going to sell. And now they're like basically giving it to you for free. There's been like Christmassy stuff there. Like I, I, I think we maybe as a nation or a world, you know, I don't have the global statistics on this, but definitely in my city, I think we just decided to spend less this Christmas, probably because everything else was so freaking expensive. Like we could barely afford to have the turkey come to Thanksgiving and Christmas, let alone like, you know, banana flavored eggnog Laffy Taffy or like that fancy bin of cookies. Like like not the ones in the packages, but like the ones in the metal like tins. Like we couldn't afford that this year. That was not feasible. You know, gas can't be $2. And you also are eating those like fancy chocolate covered raisins that come in a metal tin or like the popcorn. It just, it just wasn't the intersectionality of those two things. It just wasn't something that could exist in this dimension. Also, I don't know why I talk like I'm smart. I make, I make very dumb things sound smart and then smart things sound dumb because I don't understand them. And that's just something about me. But anyway, I was thrilled, basically peed myself. They had to do clean up on aisle eggnog. That is the name of this podcast. When I saw they had spring Easter themed eggnog. So I bought one and I almost bought two. And I was, but I was like, again, trying to be frugal because gas is on the rise. We're almost up to $2. A liter, by the way, if you're in a country where they do gallons, $2 a liter. I still don't know the conversion for gallons. Sometimes I'll, um, like, not to give away my location, but I'm in an area, I'm sure I've said it at some point, I'm in an area where you can drive to America. And um, 
doing the conversion is insane because it's just, I mean, it's just so much math because here we do, like the gas prices are in liters per gallon and then in America, or no, liters per gallon, liters per dollar, per dollar. And then in America, it's gallons per dollar or whatever. So you have to convert liters to gallons and then this, the, 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 like the American money versus the Canadian money. So it's just, I mean, it's basically long division which I don't, I don't remember how to do. Um, I remembered it for the, the one test in the fourth grade. Never needed it since, so I didn't have to remember it um, until now. But anyway, back to me peeing myself in the eggnog aisle. I, again, decided I'm just going to buy one. And thank goodness, because I get in the car, put my purchases in the car, drive home. I live a, I live a life. I wake up the next morning and I think, I'm going to make eggnog french toast now i hate french toast i don't like eggs i just don't i just don't agree with them um it makes me sad to think like this could have been a chicken now i did have chicken wings for dinner last night but i i i can't explain myself i just am i am what i am green eggs and ham so i go downstairs to my kitchen and i open the the fridge and i think oh where's my eggnog and for some reason, I was like, oh, I'll find it. Like, I didn't, I didn't think, oh, it's not in the fridge. So it's obviously not something that I can eat. I was just like, oh, it's somewhere. As if I'm like a millionaire who has like eight different fridges. And I'm like, oh, one of my, you know, when the chef comes in to cook me dinner, like, they'll find it in the, in the other fridge, in the other wing of my mansion. Like, what? Obviously, if it wasn't in the fridge, it, it's not going to happen. It's dead. But I was in denial. I think I was in, I was in, I was before anger. Yeah, I was in denial in the stages of losing eggnog. And then like the whole day passes and I come to learn, come to find out that the eggnog was left in the car. Um, and then I went into anger. I was in the anger phase. It, it lasted short. I think I'm a, I'm a pretty rational person, but after the short period of anger, I went into the next stage, which is bargaining. And I was like, well, well, technically, like, it's kind of cold outside. Like, it's probably, like, as cold as the fridge. And it was overnight, and that usually gets, like, I mean, it could be close to zero, which I've been complaining about for weeks that it was so freaking cold. But now I might be using it to my advantage. And, you know, sometimes stuff happens for a reason. And, you know, maybe I can drink this eggnog. And then if I drink the eggnog, well, then maybe I'll take, like, a Flintstones vitamin. And it'll, like, kind of, like, balance out whatever is down there. And I'm, I've been eating a lot of Taco Bell recently, which, like, isn't good for you anyway. And I'm sure, like, they don't really their dairy it was bad and then I realized that I had to throw it out and I went straight into the sadness uh and and I can honestly say talking about it now I think I've reached acceptance so in in a very short span I I did all the stages and I can calmly say that I will be the first in line for the Canada Day eggnog speaking of the grocery store I have found the next job that I want to pursue. Uh, don't worry, I'll still be doing this, this podcast, you know, if, if this pans out or not. Um, I can always find half an hour, 45, maybe an hour on a good day to talk about nothing and drink coffee out of a mug that is so irrelevant. Like I think last time I was talking about, I was drinking out of like best teacher ever mugs. I guess I've taught people stuff. It's just not like in a formal capacity or important things. Regardless, I would like to be, and I'm putting my hat 
in the in the in the wait, am I putting my name in the hat or whatever, the ring? Whatever. I'm obviously not gonna be a poet. I would like to be the person at Costco. How, do you know every once in a while you go into Costco and there's someone with a headset like trying to sell you a blender? I would like to be that. Not because I would be good at it, but because I think I would be terrible at it, but I just want to wear the headset microphone and have like an audience. Like I'll basically do this podcast at Costco, like just in front of some sort of a setup trying to sell someone an air fryer. Because really, I was in Costco the other day, and no one was... I felt so bad. No one was paying attention to this poor person. Like, this this poor man was, like, talking about this blender, like, trying to get people, people to buy it. And not only was no one buying the blender, nobody, like, was looking at him. And, and I, I felt bad. And then I thought, that just sounds like a dream. Like, to be in public with a speaker, like some sort of a Bluetooth attachment to a headset mic... And like the like the chunky one, like like not like a little like a mini microphone, like a like a clip on mic, like it was a full like like he was on ESPN like calling football plays. And I was just like, I need I need to do that. And and part of the allure was that no one was listening, was that nobody cared. And I don't know what that says about me psychologically, um, but I just like I just wanted to rip the headset off of him and say, buddy, you go take a lunch. Like I got it. I'll sell this this Vitamix or not. I'll talk about, you know, the features that it does or not. I'll brag about how quickly, um, you know, it can blend eight cubes of ice in a banana strawberry smoothie or not. Or I'll just talk about me or I'll start singing or I'll, you know, sing the anthem. Maybe that's a good way to kind of like be like, well, no, yes, sorry, Vitamix. I didn't sell this blender, but I was being a patriot. Forgive me. You know, I just, I felt called to do that. And that doesn't happen to me often. You know, I'm normally like, well, I guess I could do that. Or I guess I could do this. But to feel like I had a a purpose. And again, I it was like 90% just the wearing of the headphone. The, the other 10%, like, do I really care about selling like immersion blenders? Not really. Also, the blender industry in general... I have questions because I feel like they are the the worst or the best at marketing. Like, there are commercials for blenders that are a fallacy. Like, I remember specifically the Magic Bullet. This was probably about 10 years ago, which I, I timeline everything is about 10 years ago. Either a lot happened in 2012, 2013, or I just have no concept of time. Um... But I was watching like the commercial and they're like, blends a smoothie in just three seconds. And they like connect the smoothie thing with the food in it to the base. It does like three pulses. And then what was ice and fruit and yogurt is like perfectly fine, smooth smoothie. So my family gets a magic bullet and I'm like, perfect. I got it. Let me just three seconds. Done. The amount of ice that was flying to my mouth when I took a sip of what was supposed to be my very smooth green, no, definitely not green, probably like ice cream, essentially smoothie. Like I I swear I put like sugar and like cinnamon and like nothing healthy because I thought it was a smoothie. I thought it like meant it was healthy, like didn't matter what you put into it. That's another concept we can unpack at a later date, but 
the the chunks of ice, I was shocked. So then I put it back in and I'm like, oh, I probably did it wrong. Like blaming myself. Humble. Another three seconds did nothing. I had to blend this smoothie for a long enough time that the machine, I started smelling smoke. I started smelling like the inner workings of the magic bullet, like malfunction. And that is when I lost faith in the advertising industry. I was like, they're lying to us. You cannot blend your smoothie for three seconds. It's a lie. This is fake. And I was so confused because on the commercial, like you saw it happen. Like you saw chunks of ice turn to not chunks of ice in three seconds. So they really just threw us for a loop. Like there must have been some like secret editing tool, which if you listen to this podcast, you know I don't understand editing at all. I've never done it. Actually, the first few episodes, I, I put so much effort. Like, let me tell you, I put so much effort in the first, like, maybe five episodes of this. Okay, maybe three. <laughs> I think by four, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to talk. The first episode, I, I went through um, my Google Doc, which I actually recommend everybody. Go through your Google Drive every once in a while because you find, like, the most random crap. It's basically the digital version of, like, that drawer in your dresser, like the top one, that always just has like the random, it's like everything but the bagel seasoning, but your life. It's just like, oh, this is where that, like the key to my, like the spare key to my mail slot went. I'm like, oh yeah, this is like where like four of my old phones are hanging out. You know, let's put those on eBay maybe, especially in these economic times, maybe we could afford that tin of roasted nuts. Oh, speaking of roasted nuts, just remind me roasted nuts, I'll, I'll, I'll loop that back in. I promise it's nothing weird. But um, but yeah, for that first episode, I had like a full script. I had a like, I had basically, I didn't have lines for myself, but I had like two pages of notes of like bullet points. I mean, it was just, I was like, I either put like so much effort into that one or I just like do bare minimum now. And I think, like most things, the truth is in the middle. But, um, but yeah, so if you want to hear like a more, I think we had like sound effects. No, I tried to do sound effects. I spent like days. We had this like whole system. I spent days like trying to load all these like random like vines and uh, I don't really know TikToks, but like I'm sure sounds that have gone viral on TikTok or whatever onto this like system that I probably either paid for or like inadvertently paid for because I got the free trial and then forgot to cancel it. I might still be paying for this service. I don't know. Um, that's really bad. That's that's not my. That's that was before I was frugal. Um, in my defense, kind of. But um, yeah, I loaded all of these these sound effects and then I think I even put them in. Like we used them on the on the first episode and then I went to upload it and I was scared we were going to get sued. Because it was obviously like so, so, we were so popular. We we launched, not to brag, um, I think number like 30-something in the comedy podcast charts in Finland. I've, I mentioned this like once a week. I think about it once a day. Because it really is, it, it, it's what keeps me going. It what wakes me up in the morning. Uh, I wake up to the Finnish national anthem. Um, it's my sound alarm on my alarm clock phone thing. I definitely didn't use the proper words there, but I think I conveyed the message. 
Um, and and I, I took them all out. Like, I had to go through. And then I think I re-recorded, like, me saying the sound effects. And then, like, edited them into where the original sound effects were. So I was basically doing covers of, like, Charlie Bit My Finger. And, no, my favorite one was, and still is my favorite to this day. Uh, I think I know more about American Girl Dolls than you do, genius. Look that up. Just, like, American Girl Dolls than you do, genius. Any combination of those words, put it into Google. It'll probably be the first video that comes up. It's these like it's this kid in the American Girl doll store, I assume. She was like, I think I know more about American Girl dolls than you do, genius. Like, <laughs> exceptional. It was I, I, like, that deserved an award. Also, my new favorite is um, this one of this older woman looking at whoever's filming, and she goes, yeah, you ever had a Krispy Kreme? <laughs> and the person's filming's like, yeah. She's like, was it crispy? <laughs> and the person's like, no. And she's like, right, right. <laughs> it's the best. And the thing with those clips is that they always cut off like too soon. Like I want the I want the extended cut. I want the context. I want the backstory. You know, I want that. Like, why was she asking about a Krispy Kreme? What point was she trying to make? I don't know. Like, what fight was happening in the middle of the American Girl doll store that somebody thought to record? You know? Like, there, there has to be... Like, there's no way someone just recorded, like, the one sentence that would, you know, make history. Oh, okay, lies. My actual favorite is, Thanks a lot, Rachel. Thanks a lot, you idiot. My charge is not charging me iPad. It's this little kid yelling at her sister, who I assume's name is Rachel, um, who took her... Not took her iPad, took her iPad charger. And then I think when Rachel's sister, you know, the, the POV we're getting in the, uh, the narrator of this, of this story, um, went to use her charger that her iPad, or that her sister stole for her own iPad. Like it wasn't charging her iPad. I've said iPad like 17 times in one sentence. But... I was just so confused because I don't think that's how iPad chargers work. Like, I think you can charge multiple devices with one cord. I didn't know that there was, like, like, some, like iPad chargers were so monogamous, but I guess they are. And um, Apple would pull something like that. Like, you can only use one charger, you know, per one device. Like, it is a one-to-one -one ratio. Um, and that's why they're a trillion-dollar company, and I am sitting on a beanbag chair recording a podcast that no one's going to listen to. And I just think we have to accept where we are in life. And I try and do that. So yeah, long story short, I thought I was going to get sued, which is like, <laughs> like, don't flatter yourself, you know, <laughs> like no one was listening to this to sue me. Um, but yeah, I think, you know what, I was going to say one day if I get sued, it's kind of an honor, but like, I don't, I don't want to like invite lawsuits, you know, I, I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave that at bay. Uh, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, roasted nuts. Tim Hortons announced, oh, I talked about this last week. Okay, this is good. So this is like a sequel to something that I had talked about before. I'm actually doing some sort of a follow-up. Tim Hortons, just a recap if you didn't listen, because I can, I can show you proof that zero humans listened to that episode, like actually nobody. Last week, Tim Hortons announced that they were bringing back a donut, a discontinued donut for National Donut Day. Two things. One... As we, as we have outlined in this particular episode, I love, a, I love a limited edition. I hate when stuff gets discontinued. It gives me anxiety. Um, so hearing that 
something was coming back. I'm like, this is perfect. Like, this is, this is what I love to hear. Then the second thing that came up was National Donut Day is in June. Why are we announcing something in June in April? And then third thing, even though I said there were only two things, was Tim Hortons was doing my least favorite thing for a person to do on planet Earth, which is announce an announcement. Just tell me what it is. Just, just when, it, when it's happening, tell me. I don't need to hear that you have an announcement coming. I don't, need, I don't need the release date for your announcement. Like, just announce what it was. I don't want to be waiting on pins and needles trying to find out what donut you're going to resurrect from the donut grave. Like, I don't care. I care. But, like, I don't care to, to just be, like, pacing around my house trying to figure out, like, what Tim is going to do next, what Mr. Horton is going to decide is a good idea to bring back. I'm like theorizing and doing like conspiracy theories. Just tell me when it's happening. So they told us what it was happening. They told us, I think yesterday or the day before, that the donut they're bringing back is a walnut crunch. I'd never heard of a walnut crunch. I don't know how long ago they had discontinued it. I don't know if it was from 10 years ago or 50. Not sure. What I do know and let me preface this by saying, I'm sure it's delicious. I will be the first one in line in freaking May 31st, which is, it sounds like a lifetime away. Like, that's basically the summer. There's going to be a new brand, rebranded eggnog by the time we get to them. But I'm sure I'll be the first one to eat it, and I'm sure I'll have nothing but great, great things to say. I love walnuts. I have nothing against a good crunch. I'm sure it's great. The picture that they used looked like a turd. It looked like dog poo. It looked like, and not just like poo, but like poo that was like painful to push out. Like almost like you had a hemorrhoid maybe. Or, or like you had eaten like way too many walnuts the night before. Like I don't know if they have a laxative effect, but it was just like the picture was, it was vile. I, I implore you all to, to Google it. And if I wasn't so scared of lawsuits, I would just post it on the Nobody Asked for This Instagram. Maybe I will. Um, I, I mean, no one listens to this, so there's no one to, to look, but vile, like it looked like, like all it was missing was like, do you know, sometimes when there's like a cartoon piece of poo and it has like the steam above it to, to, you know, show that it's like fresh and hot, it just needed the steam. And I would have thought 100% this was a poo because it's even, it's from a, it's from a bad angle. It's from a crappy, <laughs> a crappy angle too. Like, it's just, like, the side of this donut. Like, show me the front. Like, show me the... Like, is it... Is, like, I, it was just... It was just awful. So, I can't stress enough how bad Tim Hortons needs a new social media person. Um, I, I don't know that I'm the person for the job because I'm going to be really busy splitting my time between this podcast, um, my actual job, and my new job as a Costco town crier with a headset microphone trying to sell you a blender that doesn't work. Allegedly, don't sue me. This is a very lawsuit-heavy episode. Um, so yeah, I'm. I don't think I'm the person to do it. Where I could thrive, I think, is I could maybe run like, like either like the maybe not the marketing, but like the something at Snapchat because I just feel like the stakes are lower. You know, they've kind of exited their their peak, their prime. They've kind of surrendered to everyone else. I think at one point they tried to do like a, some sort of a streaming service and that was kind of the end. That's when I decided that, you know what, they're out of the game. I still, I still love a good Snapchat. I think the people that were using Snapchat when it's popular still use it to like send pictures to each other. So I think they're in a good place. I think they don't have to be as competitive, um, but they, they can still kind of exist as a brand. And I think that's why 
I'm perfect to work at Snapchat because I'm not competitive. I'm the least competitive person ever. Except Monopoly. Monopoly does something to me. Monopoly is kind of like a... It's kind of like my survivor. Like, you're in it for what feels like days. Like, it takes hours and hours and hours. I still don't think I've ever made it to an end of a Monopoly game. But, like, you've, you've, been, you've been stripped of all your, your worldly resources. You're stuck with this, like, fake plastic money. You, you forget, you know, you're at hour seven, and you think that, like, you actually are in jail. Or, you know, you reach the 12th hour, and you think that, like, someone's actually stealing your house, but it's just, like, that fake little greenhouse. The psychological warfare of Monopoly needs to be... There needs to be an eight-part Netflix documentary on, on what Monopoly does to the psyche. Because it's not good. It's like, a, it's like a social experiment. But anyway, Snapchat or Costco, hire me. I don't know if you apply directly to Costco for that headset position or if it's just like... Like there's like a headset factory that sends you out. Maybe it's a... Maybe a conspiracy theory. I think they are... They actually don't want to sell you a blender. They want to sell you the headset. I think it's Sony or like some sort of like um, what's another tech company? Like a Yamaha that is just trying to sell more headsets. Because I tell you, it wasn't on my brain before. But the second I saw the person wearing the headset trying to sell me, you know, some sort of ice cream machine. I haven't been Googling ice cream machines. I've been Googling where to buy a headset. So. Eggnog headsets lawsuits i really i really cover everything i i highly doubt you can find another podcast on spice spotify or spiceify spotify or the itunes store that talks about all these topics you know in under 40 minutes if you find it let me know but i i, I can leave here today i can leave this digital space feeling accomplished feeling like i did what i set out to do um and yeah my, my coffee's down. We're down to the last sip. Maybe that could be a segment at some point. I recently remembered that we used to do um, gut update segments, which is the gut update segment where I would basically just talk about my diarrhea, but then put it in a timestamp in the description. So people that didn't want to hear about diarrhea, like didn't have to, I was trying to, it was called common, it's called common courtesy. Look it up. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't done that in a while because I kind of forgot. And I haven't really had any like huge like IBS updates. But maybe I'll try and, you know, I, it's, on, it's on the brain. So if, if you're a, a longtime listener and you missed the update segment, it's not gone forever. It's just gone for now. Don't cry because it's over. Smell because it happened. Or whatever Winnie the Pooh said. Winnie the Pooh... <gasps> We'll get into that next episode because what the hell is that? Winnie the Pooh? Like, what's a poo? Winnie the Walnut Crunch. Anyway, um, thank you all for joining. Or not. I, I have fun doing this either way, honestly, if people are listening or not. Uh, it doesn't, really doesn't make any, any difference to me. So if you are listening, thank you. Um, if you would like to tell a friend to listen, I would appreciate it. Although I don't, I don't really tell friends to listen, so like, I can't really blame you for not. Um, if you want to hear more, you can go to our website, podbean, nobody asked for this, dot podbean, no wait, podcast, nobody asked for this, dot podbean.com. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, you know, nothing, nothing uh, revolutionary on any of those platforms, I'm going to be honest, but they're out there. Um, 
everyone get ready for National Donut Day in like 87 months. We can eat our turds as a, as a community. I think it would be a great bonding activity exercise thing. And yeah, I'll catch you on the next one. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. It's hard because I record this in the middle of the week. But like by the time you hear this, it's like kind of Thursday, like maybe it's closer to Thursday afternoon. And it's like almost Friday, which means it's like kind of the weekend. So however you relate to this, I hope you're having a good one. And um, yeah, thank you. We'll see you next week.